Do, re, mi, fa, so. La, ti, do. Hello, my boy. What's up, dude? Stevie D in a hizzle dizzle. In a hizzle dizzle. Before everyone wakes up, got a nice little peaceful moment to talk about some profession that I've been looking into recently. Yeah, economy's bad, the crisis. Yeah, there's not a lot of uh, work to be had. So uh, I was thinking about doing a freelancing type of gig where I go on my own and I, uh, I kill people for fun. For fun, so not for money. Well, I mean, <clears throat> no such thing as bad publicity, right? Okay, <laughs> so st start free, then start charging. Right, right. The, uh, the business model. I mean, that is how you really grow if you want to talk about the market and, and the different uh, attacks and, and ways that you can you know, really come up. But uh, okay, I mean, I support it as long as it you know feeds your family. <laughs> oh, I can't go that dark. But uh, but no, yeah, of course, of course. No, uh, I don't particularly think that that's a good way of making money. Uh, because it's think, it's such I, a short I career. I, it's such a short yo, when, career. When I said as long as it feeds the family, then after I thought yeah. of maybe what you thought, <laughs> and 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 I'm pretty sure the smart audience will know what we thought. Yeah. And that's actually a pretty cool little pun there. We'll get to it. Yeah. You can see us uh, see what we thought about it on Twitter. But um. Okay, sorry, I I interrupted you. No, I apologize. Well, I guess what I'm saying is like you know, if you do, if the pe the crazy people who do decide to make this, you know, their their livelihood, I don't know if it's a money type of livelihood, but something that they do to you know for themselves. Okay. If it, it, why they don't realize that it's such a short profession, such a short career. You know why? Because they get caught. Yeah, or or kill themselves or whatever, or their their victim well, kills them. <laughs> it is it is short. If you want it to be short, have you ever saw the movie or read the book about uh, the Zodiac killer in California? Uh, I you know I saw the movie with uh, the movie. I I don't know R was it Ruffalo, yeah. Ruffalo and Downey Jr. Yes. Mark Ruffalo and da Mark da Downey, Downey Jr. Downey Jr., yeah. It's a re really good movie. I want to see it again. But apparently the guy, they never really caught him, and he killed for, like, decades. Do you think it was the same guy, or do you think it was just a guy who who came back and, and copycatted uh, I don't him? Know. I, think it's, I think it's the same guy, but he just, I mean, if you know how to do it, you could go the distance. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to inspire anybody. No, of course to, not. But I'm, I'm just saying, bro. A lot of them wanna be, wanna be caught, and and you know I was I was researching some killers, killers uh, across the history of the world, and I found many of these that that you really think, man, these people wanted to be known. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of these people wanna wanna be uh, infamous. You know, like there was this guy, bro. His name was. Joseph Roy Metheny. 
He was uh, an American murderer mm -hmm. from the Baltimore, Maryland area. Um, who said that he was a serial killer and had killed up to 13 people. However, sufficient evidence was only found to victim him for two murders. Uh, his victims were heavily involved with alcohol uh, and he and involved in brutal sexual assaults. Okay. The guy looks like a real uh, nice guy, though. Yeah. <laughs> But check it out. <laughs> the thing with this guy is that one of the things that he did with the people that he killed is that he would mix the meat of the of the people with like animal meat and make burgers that he sold on his little burger shack that he had. Oh no. So he he had like a little place where he where he sold burgers uh and he put the victims meat in it. So it was like the special special blend. Right. The uh So Angus I mean if anything you're getting more than what you paid for, for you know what I mean? Oh boy, a premium, <laughs> premium, eighty twenty. <laughs> that game meat, baby. Dude, I, that that's gotta be that's gotta be weird. I mean, like, as a person who is ingesting this burger, you know, like, doesn't that taste? Doesn't it taste weird? I don't know. I guess not. Well, bro, I'm at you know going on this, going on this. There was this serial killer in Venezuela, right? This is in South America, Venezuela, where I'm from. This guy, they called him El Comegente. Oh, no. The, the people eater, right? Yikes. And, and <laughs> this guy, bro, ate people, and he would, at one point, I swear to God, bro. At one point, he killed his best friend, grabbed meat from him, shredded meat, you know, with a little seasoning. I mean, Got he's not a monster. Some, some adobo. Yeah, adobo. <laughs> you know, this is not a, this is, you know, it's not a monster. This is somebody that knows how. And he made empanadas. He made empanadas with the meat of his best friend, and then. He invited friends over to eat empanadas, and they ate those empanadas. And he said that those empanadas tasted really good because he felt that his friend was such a good person that his meat was tender because of that. So that's the level. I mean, I'm just saying on a culinary standpoint, you know, that's really committing. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's sustainability right there. You know, you know what I mean? I mean, I'm just saying... <laughs> If you could give him a little taste of it, and he, and he clicks, it clicks. Yeah. I mean, he might be onto something, you know? But isn't that, isn't that crazy? He did say that he didn't eat women or children. And when he was asked, he explained that he felt that they were too pure to consume. So, I mean, like I said, this guy was not a monster. Right. Uh, since he, he, oh, by the way, this was a homeless guy. And since he had no place to store the human flesh, most of it would decompose quickly, which made him kill routinely because... He didn't have a fridge. And we could say that, that, that if the government would have provided him 
with the you know with the living conditions which included a refrigerator mm-hmm. he might not have to kill so many people because he would have been able to store meat so i mean i guess that's another podcast but that also shows the deficiencies of the society <laughs> that led to this guy making empanadas for his homies see but um, here's my thing right like he's homeless where's he making these empanadas where are you inviting <laughs> where are you <laughs> Where are you inviting people over to eat said empanadas? I Yo, mean, I guess you could have true, a picnic, right? you know, but damn. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm describing this guy like he, like he had like a, you know, like a place, right? <laughs> like a compound. This guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't Did know. Did he kill bro, the I mean, empanada stand man? And then now he had that little like little push <laughs> cart to like, you know. Hey, you know, that story, I think a movie could be even made about that. But who knows? Maybe he just brought the meat to the a person's house. And it's like, hey, yo, you guys want to do an empanada? I'll bring the meat. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, oh, the homeless guy <laughs> who's bringing the meat? <laughs> the homeless guy from the corner. Oh, all right, that's legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be all right. It's okay. Yeesh. It's okay. Can he take care of the baby tomorrow? No, yeah, but I mean, he's he'll be all right. He, he that's too pure for him. Too pure for him. But bro, his best friend tasted it delicious because he was such a good friend. Mm. So who do you think? Imagine who do you think would taste better, you or me? <laughs> <laughs> Who's the scum? <laughs> More the scumbag. <laughs> I think we would taste similar. Similar, right? Because we have like mayonnaise, have sort of the same. A little bit of mayonnaise, uh, pork from a caja china, Cuban style. For sure. And, and cachapa con queso, so, something around there. <laughs> but yeah, dude, that's crazy. The whole eating thing, man, is, is insane. Yeah. But let me let me hit you with another one. Yeah, let's see. Let's, this is just a... Let me... What let murder me is bad? Worse <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Worse. Let's play a little dun, game. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Okay, so let me show you one that's actually like a feel-good story. Oh, okay. We can use Kinda. one. Yeah, we can use one of these. Okay. Pedro Rodriguez Filo is a murderer, a serial murderer in uh, Brazil, and he was responsible for killing 71 people or persons, oh. however you say that. Pedrino, they used to call him in the in the undergrounds. He would follow and kill other killers, mm-hmm. thieves, rapers, uh, uh, drug traffics, traffickers, uh, and he would discharge his his murdering instinct on those that he thought were being bad. So. He was kind of like the spider, the Brazilian Spider-Man, but instead of using webs, he was using machetes and cutting people's eyes off. But you know, that's I kind of like that story. That that kind of makes me feel like it's a Dexter, you know, like a Dexter. Oh, is, that, is that what Dexter's about? Yeah, Dexter's a Dexter's a forensic blood analysis person, but okay. you know that's his day job. His night job is actually having the information that these killers leave behind on the on the sites and when he finds out that the police cannot pursue because there's not enough information he goes about himself and finds the killer oh, and okay. kills him all right yeah 
This is this is like the Dexter in Rio de Janeiro. There it is. And uh I don't know. I so mean this is kind of like a this is a good fuel story. I, I kind of like I kind of like what, it. I don't know if I would What go do thieves. you think about that? What do you think about killing killing in the name of of good? Well, I mean okay, so it's kind of like the way I see it are like hackers, right? If you if you're a hacker, you can either hack for good or hack for bad. You know, you can you can try to help people. I mean, I I don't think obviously it's it's is the best way of handling it, but you know what? At the end of the day, like Buddy is taking bad people off the streets who are going to com I mean, continue uh, to commit crimes and make I cannot disagree with that. As long I mean, what is the judgment that he's making, though, of who is bad? Right, that, and that's and that's where things get a little gray, right? Because it's right. It, you know the in theory it sounds good, like having a bad man figure in the in the fucking city, you know, like Spider Man. Oh, he's gonna take care of the bad guys. But what if this guy is a fucking? I mean, psycho. Exactly. Like, I mean, you said that he's going to people with machetes and like gouging out eyes no that that i made up oh okay I'm, you know i don't know how he just taking the stereotype but i'm sure he's yeah, not just, he's not like killing these people like peacefully like like saying a prayer over them and just letting him go i mean if you look at the picture of the guy yeah he definitely looks like he'll be coming at you with a machete and chanting some shit in some dialogue that you don't understand <laughs> I don't know if that's vomit on his pants or what it is but he's his face seems like a nice genuine guy He's just like, hey, man, no, I'm no, here I mean, for the party. You got beer? <laughs> or, hey, man, I'm here to take out the bad guys. Where they be at? Hey, yeah. Hey, so, you know? Did somebody call? <laughs> hey, somebody getting raped was good. <laughs> no, I ain't, I ain't joining. I'm, I'm fucking helping you. <laughs> it's, it's Pedrino, el ayudanino. <laughs> Pedrino. You know, I got you, homie. <laughs> so that's, that's the Brazilian version for you, you know? For sure. I mean, that shit is stuff but so yeah i mean I, i guess ideally if the guy wasn't gonna go crazy you would kind of support a vigilante that would only kill the bad people right uh yeah i mean it would i would prefer that over somebody who's killing you know senselessly i'd rather somebody be out there killing people who are killing people all right now not when it comes to like thieves and stuff like that i don't know like you you, you should let you should let that be you should give the police that win you know what i mean a thief okay. is, is You know, material items versus human life. You know, we can draw a line there. We can draw a line. Now, would you prefer to be someone like Batman where he, like, doesn't kill the people? He just, like, restrains them type shit? Or, like, Spider-Man does that as well? Is there any superhero that actually kills them? Like Deadpool, right? Yeah, Dead Deadpool don't give a fuck. He's cool. He's cool in my book. What do, you got, what do you like more? Do you like one that's like, man, I got no motherfucking hinges, dog. I'm just... Or do you like someone that's like bad is like, I cannot kill you. And then and the and fucking Joker's like, <laughs> and he still kills you. It's like, I cannot kill you. I prefer, yeah, no, I, I dude, I, I'm just killing. Like have somebody who, like a Deadpool type of character. All that's, right. that's more of like where I would. I, that's I, your thing. Yeah, not, not my thing, but I prefer that over. You know, oh my God, yeah, because especially in like places Brazil and things like that, even here, you know, some people get off. They they don't get the the proper judgment. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes I feel like the system will fail you, and then you've just given this person, you know, the the knowledge of who just took them down, 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I could potentially still lose my life if this guy gets off. And then what? Then I don't have a life to, like, come back and say, oh, well, you know, you see what he's doing? No, he did it to me now. Again, he tried. He he succeeded. I testified against him. You know what I'm saying? Whereas... Okay. Whereas it now, just cut that in the nip it in the butt, you know. All right. And now, if this guy kills bad people, should he be allowed to use those bodies and make empanadas <laughs> with them? No. <laughs> uh, unless, of course, they're they're not paying him to kill people. Then the system needs to provide for his. <laughs> Like, what if at the same time this motherfucker is opening a necro empanada shit to feed the fucking kids in the morning? Should there be a dis- would that be cons- <laughs> should there be a disclaimer? Like, hey, this is the guy. Hmm. Come to the lemonade stand, to the empanada stand. <laughs> <laughs> Come to the empanada stand if you guys want to eat the motherfucker who robbed your mama. Right. <laughs> like, or like, hey, you know, like, oh yeah, this is the uh, padrino. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, yeah, you're you're a local celebrity for killing people. Oh, for sure. Oh, now you got a taco stand. Oh, oh, oh okay, okay. <laughs> and he's made out of the people you killed. All right. I, I mean that that might that one I would leave up to the up to what whatever your wherever your mind goes, you know. Okay. Because then you really Let us know then it's not mean. good for business. <laughs> I mean, does he have that right? You know. And at the end of the day, is human meat the same as any meat? You know. Let us know. Yeah, all you car- to, are you trying to get? We're always trying to get in a business, so <laughs> we can get behind the human on empanada business. If the human empanada business is something that that can you know gain support, and the lobbies can get behind it, then hey, who knows? But uh, don't knock it till you try right. it. <laughs> but that's that. That's Pedrino, the amigo. Um, you got any? You got any killers, dude? There's uh let me see. There's this one guy's name that I liked. So this this is you know, one of my favorite uh one of my favorite stories is uh the uh it's it's uh, about I'm trying to remember if it was it's called the game. Um okay. or the the greatest game or something like that it's an old old novel mm-hmm. uh of course it I, I like the story i don't know the freaking the freaking the name. greatest game ever played or something the greatest game let me see uh i don't know whatever it was it was uh there was actually a movie about it J- uh john lugazamo he actually it, mm-hmm. it, they don't it, they call it uh, some other thing but basically there's a guy is a very rich person who has his own island okay um this is not jeffrey epstein this is just a different person <laughs> and okay. and he basically invites people to the island um how he does it, it it's different ways you know he's just a, a big to do and people come to the island right but what he ends up doing is that he says okay here here's a here's a gun or here's some food here's a backpack here's some supplies i want you to run out to the island and i'm going to come and find you but what he's actually doing is he's hunting these people. The the greatest game I think is called or some shit like that. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, like the greatest game. Something about like hunting people. Yeah, book about hunting or the, humans. The realest game. The most dangerous game. 
That's the name of the game. That's the name of the thing. The most dangerous game, basically. And so there's a really funny movie that was remade, and John Lucasamo's in there. I don't know if you know who that is, but he's like the. You, once you see his face, he's you'll know. Him. Anyways, what in this serial killer topic? There's one that is kind of like that. I wonder if they got the idea from this person. His name's uh, Robert Hansen, right? And basically, okay. he would go out and he would, you know, uh, kidnap these women and um, and basically take them, uh, kidnap them uh, and, and molest them, do whatever kind of crazy weird shit he would. But then he would take them to Alaska uh, or like the the mm -hmm. like a river in Alaska or some some crazy shit like that and set them free. OK. And then after he set them free, he would come after them like. They'd be running for their lives, and he'd come after them with a knife or a rifle, or and hunt these people, these these women down, bro. That's some savage Damn. shit, bro. I mean, what yeah, because you are you you know you're escaping for your life, and then it's like, oh, now it's a now it's a sporting event. I don't know. What do you think about that? I mean, is that is that Damn. a good use of recreational time? I mean, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, he's definitely creative, but uh, damn. I mean, it, it is the realest game you ever known. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for the people who have to go through this, but like the fact that this yeah. guy was just sick and twisted enough to do it. I mean, that's I guess that's why we have these movies come out as crazy as they sound. Yeah. But every movie that comes out it might have hold hold a little truth in it, right? You think that you know, with all these movies and documentaries coming out, it proves that the humans, the human mind, is is driven to that to those dark shit you know like it's we're always like don't you think like we're fascinated by all this like serial killer stuff and the shit they did and and, and we're not bad people but in, in some way we we sort of go to it we lean towards it no yeah yeah i mean it, that's what i'm thinking right like people people like how we 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 kind of went there when the guy was talking about what was it that we were we started talking about <clears throat> how you uh, if if the if the yeah if the profession of murdering can feed the family like me and right. you automatically went to thinking like oh shit like yeah i mean you could definitely chop it up and, <laughs> and serve it up you know right <laughs> and and that's a dark thing well i mean there we're we're wholesome people you know but we're just we just have us a, a little bit of a of a funny sadistic way of being but there are people who are right. very truly sadistic so I mean, and and okay. and that could be an addictive thing too, you know. Just like drugs, you know, when you get are addictive, I'm sure killing somebody probably definitely gets your blood pumping and adrenaline going. You know, that could be a, a feeling. So you think, in a way, when when we look at these documentaries, we we vicariously live through these people and and sort of like, in a way, without having to be murderers, we get to see what that life would be, and that fascinates us in an artistic way. I think that's what it is. Yeah, it's like a train wreck that you can't stop watching, and it's like so interesting. It's, it's like um, right, but you're not you're not in a train wreck, so you're good. Like okay, I'm not the killer, I'm not a bad person, right. but I still get to watch it as if I was yeah the guy. You know, like like one bro, one that fascinated me so much was the O.J. Simpson one. Did you you ever saw that one? I uh I I didn't see. I saw the the series like that with with right right 
That was a good series. I don't know how with true with, with to Gouda, it was. With Gouda Jr. Yeah, Cuba Gooding Jr. Uh, you saw it? Yeah, I saw I saw the whole thing. It was really good. Bro, that, no, that's what I'm talking about. Bro, that shit was sick. Because I always knew... I mean, I always had a little bit of information of something that happened, but that we were too young when that happened. Mm-hmm. But bro, when I saw the documentary, and I think it explained pretty, it pretty much gave the facts. It was very, it was very unbiased, I think. But uh, no matter how unbiased you make it look, <laughs> it's gonna look like he did it because he fucking did it. So <laughs> yeah, allegedly. Um, yeah, dude. He uh, and the. But dude, it's so sick. Like. I was so fascinated to, to to know what happened and why. But it's because it's interesting. I think it's not that we're sick. It's that we're interested in the human the human part that allows a human being to do that thing that's so bad that we would never do. But, um, but also, he was like, I guess you can kind of tie it into the... Um, Who's that other? Who's that other one that was on Netflix, that had his? Uh, it was about football, and he was a killer. Oh, to uh, a- Adrian, no, Adrian, Aaron Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez, right? So like, you got these football players. Dude, that that, are, that was crazy too. That one was wild. That was crazy. I'm, I don't know if he's considered a serial killer, but he's definitely like a killer, you know. And and yeah. and dude, you know, people. And I guess what I what I think is. When you go through so much brain trauma, the way that these these football players do, you lose like you, you got a couple screws that come loose. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then, you know, where do you really go? And then on top of that, you have the the power effect where like you're a celebrity. You know, you're a celebrity, yeah. and like everybody, y- you get whatever you want whenever you want, and nobody says no to you. Well, then, you know. You know, you know, like after this whole happened, and I saw the documentary, I remember that back in those days. Um, you remember when we went up, we used to go up and visit friends in college, yeah. like in Orlando and in Gainesville. Dude, that was so One fun. time I went with you to Orlando <laughs> and another time I, w- did you ever go with me to Gainesville? No, that's where we went. It was actually the, w- you and me, I don't know if you went a second time, but I know me and you went to Gainesville and that was like their homecoming weekend. And, and we went to a game. To a game, yeah, we went to a game. We 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 the were. Didn't we party. go to a game? We got fucked up and shit. <laughs> yeah. We w- or, or did we go to Gator? Gra- no, yeah. we went to a game, right? Uh, I remember going to the to an FSU game. Uh, but that was in FSU. No, so no, that was I'm talking in, about in Gainesville. No, in, Ga- in Gainesville, in UF, we went to what do they call it? The gate, the Gator Homecoming. Oh, the Gator Growl. Gator Growl, yeah. The Gator. Oh, but we didn't go to the game. I don't think I went to a game with you, no. Like an actual game. All right. Another time I was that I went, yeah. one of those years, yeah. I went to a game. Nice. And in that game, I later I later found out that Aaron Hernandez played because he played for the for the Gators. Oh, it was, the, with, it was uh, during those years? Tim, w- with Tim Debo. So when we went, he was there as well. And in those clubs that, you know, around there, apparently he would get into fights and shit, and he thought he was, like, bigger than everything. Yeah. And apparently in that school town because that school's so huge and the town is so small yeah those kids got away with a lot of shit yeah yeah i mean they had to they that's what i i I don't know to what degree but you know you have these these college players coming out of their schools you know that that means that that school is now a school where more people want to come to because of those players you know and if those players are bad apples you know they got to keep that on the hush hush you feel 
Uh, yeah, bro. It's crazy, man. It's crazy with it. It's crazy with these killers out there, bro. Yeah, it's. I don't think the system is is designed that well for uh, for people to to really do good. Like the people who the people who need justice or or need to be served justice. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of gray areas there. You know, there's no way yeah. that you can say black or white. You do this, you're bad. You do this, you're off the hook. Type of thing. You know. So this this one I got here is crazy. This guy's. Nuts. And that's what that shows me that back then people like were so there was just too much progression going on that nobody could keep track of this guy. Let me just let me just interrupt. Let me do this one and then <laughs> I'll let you do whatever one you want. Bump. <laughs> this guy named H. H. Holmes, dude. He was building hotels. But he built a hotel that every single room had like trap doors, hidden, uh, uh, little like hidden hidden passageways, and he would just straight up like have people come to the hotel, and he would kill them. Like they would just disappear. They would never leave the hotel. Like on some like American Horror Story type shit. Is bro. this some like Hotel California? Yeah, type bro. Shit? Yeah. <laughs> he had a hotel. The guests came and never left. Never left, bro. That's that. I'm pretty sure that's Hotel California. Yeah, I know. Maybe he's the he was the and inspiration so behind it. Yeah, maybe he was. I don't know if it was in California. After the first one went missing, they didn't shut down his hotel. <laughs> no, because dude, like, I'm looking at pictures of this hotel, and it looks so so like so old, like on some Greatest Showman type of Barnum and Bailey era. But he's like some scary yeah. shit. Yeah, and my thing is like, dude, how do you even? <laughs> how do you even? Uh, like nobody in that time frame, I guess, had had the resources oh, to look into. Oh, but this is like in the eighteen hundreds. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, people didn't even have resources like, to do it. Yeah, he could just do whatever the fuck he wanted. Which man. is crazy. I'm so glad we live in these days. Yeah. You just go to a hotel, man. Here you go to a hotel, bro. The the worst thing that can happen is they keep you deposit. Back then, this motherfucker would murder you. Yeah, for real. I don't think that's good customer service. No, 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 no. <laughs> they didn't have a royalty. I wonder. I mean, how do you have a, a rewards program or like a loyalty program when you when you're killing your customers? Yeah, yeah. I think there's no room for that. No, no room for Mister Holmes in that area. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> there's this guy, bro. There's this guy, Richard Richard Chase. Okay. He was an American serial killer who killed six people in the span of a month in Sacramento, California. And he was nicknamed the Vampire of Sacramento because he drank his victim's blood and cannibalized their remains. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. he, al he also used to capture, like, animals, small animals, and, and devour them, like, without cooking. And sometimes... He would grab meat and Coca-Cola, like human, like human meat or animal meat and Coca-Cola, and blend it to make like a smoothie. Oh. And he also tried to inject himself with uh, blood of of a bunny, of a you know. Oh, well, that's not smart. Yeah, this guy was was in a lot of. He was very multi, multi, you know, multifacetical. This guy was in a lot of. Uh, 
different realms you know yeah i mean he, he he considered himself a bit of a of a scientist but you really sh you really can't mix blood like that right i'm thinking well, <laughs> i'm pretty sure you cannot do that bro i mean yeah. <laughs> you ask me like 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 in a doubtful way like well, you can't do that right <laughs> like 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 i could have answered uh, like well, I mean, it depends, bro. I mean, you got to check what type of blood the bunny has, but depending on it, you might be able to take it, yeah. <laughs> no, bro. That's sketch. No. <laughs> Damn, this guy was into some deep shit, bro. Like, he was just all over the place. Drinking blood, eating animals, making Coca-Cola and human meat smoothies, and trying to inject bunny blood into his... I mean, what, I don't even know what, what his goal was. He lived to be 30. Dude. I mean, I'm pretty, pretty sure any of those things could have, like, infection. This guy. If he, if he this guy here. Since we're in the in the, in the, the kind of, like, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde type of mm -hmm. category, there was a guy named Doc. Not really, but okay. Well, like, I guess injection and, like, weird medical. I'm just not going to lie to our audience. What do you mean? If we're not talking about that, I'm not going to say the transition is correct. Oh, Go well, well fuck it, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I consider this to I'm be in the same you. realm because this dude called Dr. Death. Dr. Death? Dr. Death. His name, Harold Shipman. He killed 218 patients that he, that they, they were able to pin on him. Some think that it was over 250. But basically, he was a British physician that he was believed to kill like 71 people in his first practice. And then people were like his his colleagues were like, yo, you're you're arrogant. You're like, you're, you know, a chocante. like you're you're not you're not an easy person to work with. So he makes his own practice and then mm -hmm. a local like, I guess uh, what they call like an undertaker or like a like the the medical examiner or whatever or you know the person who who works in the funeral places they're like yo this this doctor has an unusual amount of cremations you know that that <laughs> this doctor has signed off on and it's like you know with with like they all had similar ways they were all older women found sitting up fully closed you know with a, with a dick in <laughs> it's like it's insane it's insane wow. yeah and he and he and he got caught it says here when the daughter of the final victim which was a lawyer claimed he had not he not only killed his mother but he had also tried to create a new fake will naming him as her sole beneficiary so then he started getting a little too greedy you know what i'm saying <laughs> he started trying to take the yeah. money and the money yeah, yeah, and the money yeah. will get you i mean if if you're already getting rid of these women mm -hmm. why do you want to link yourself to them oh, it's, uh, just enjoy the killing and that's uh, it bro you can't have the money yeah, and the killing can't exactly don't eat your cake and, like, uh, and have it too you know <laughs> isn't it crazy how in all these stories that you always hear it's always them going a little too far it, like the scary part of it is that in a lot of these stories if they would have kept it a bit more conservative they could have continued their operations without I mean, I don't want to give them advice, but that's what it seems like. <laughs> yeah, for real. You know, for real. It's usually it's usually when you get tied to their money, 
I mean, there's always a motivation, right? Like, there's always a winner. And that's how it's easier to find you. It's crazy. Yeah. No, I I, I think that uh, that shit is crazy, man. The the way that, that these people can can move around without... I don't know, bro. With, you know what I think is fascinating for people? Is that we don't understand how a serial killer minds work. Like... It's fascinating to know how something is that we don't know about, you know? Mm-hmm. Like when you look like a when you look at a reality TV show for the Kardashians or you know, some other like some other show, right? You see it because that's not your life and you, and you and you're peeking into a world that you have you don't live, so it's interesting. And with serial killers, it's like it's a mindset that we don't even understand, so you kind of want to know about it, not because you want to be a serial killer, but just because you're amazed that this motherfucker could do something like this and think that way. So I think that's a silver lining of it. It's not that we're sick. It's just that. You get what I mean? <laughs> I'm trying to back you up. I mean, and I do understand what you're saying. I'm just trying to uh, paraphrase it. So, or, or don't back me up. No, I just... Bash me down. I could take it. I'm a I man. I guess what I'm... I don't understand... Don't <laughs> I don't understand is uh, so people peeking into a life that they don't understand is, is intriguing. Well, I don't know. Do you think yeah, so? I mean, you watch this, this thing, certain right? things. Yeah. Like I, I am not into a life like the Kardashians, so I don't watch it, but I am interested. No, I know. In I, I gave Kardashians as an example, mm-hmm. but in, but I, I mean the mur- the murdering thing, I'm fucking obsessed with it. I keep watching these fucking documentaries and I can't get enough of them. Yeah. And it's fucked up. Yeah, I mean, that's why they have IDTV. There's we we are sick. We are sick and and honestly like crime crime is 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 an interesting thing, you know? There's always something new to be to be learned or some other way that we didn't know you can get caught doing that way or why this person went so long without getting caught, you know? And that's interesting. That that is like and you know another side reason why i watch them is like you know i i can pick up on the signs you know if, if she's leaving you know little little you know if i walk up into the kitchen and she's just like <laughs> stabbing a chicken uh breast or whatever you know and then i'm like okay well you know i think i saw this on id tv you know uh, that might uh i might need to take a trip <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So you so you see the signs bef- so that you can also see it in your own. Yeah. Life, exactly. Right? Like you prepare yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, the thing is, bro. A lot of times you might think you're looking at the signs, but you don't really know what the signs are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think. Oh, you don't know I don't I mean. think that uh, that Bell Gunnis's fifteen husbands saw the signs. Okay, <laughs> that's another one, bro. She she'd be getting married every eight months, and then. Yeah. Now, what if the killing is in the name of love? There's this guy, okay, Canadian serial killer, Robert Picton. He's a, a Canadian farmer, uh, who, I believe, like also had like you know, uh, cattle and pork, you know. And he murdered uh, at least 49 women mm-hmm. 
to to give them to his pigs. And he was, uh, oh yeah, he has life in prison. But would you say that in the name of love for his pigs and the well-being of their nutrition, that this might be justified? No. <laughs> he would kill people to feed his pigs? Spe specifically women. No. No. <laughs> I mean, justified, <laughs> no. But, um... I mean, in a sick, you know, lawless land, if he had to feed his people and, you know, but that's just it. Like, was he really, was there really no other option for him? You know, like he couldn't, he couldn't do a Joe Dirt and just get Walmart to give him the old meat and just. Well, you know, you know, what's crazy about this is that this tells you how different laws are in the U.S. and in Canada and in, in Europe as well. Like the the U.S. is very harsh on laws, which in a way I support, but in Canada they're not as harsh. So this guy killed 49 women, gave them to to the pigs, and he got life in prison with no possibility of parole for 25 years, which leads me to believe after 25 years he can ask for parole which means that he can get out, right? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, this this guy shouldn't be left to touch anything that without a cell, yeah. you know, for the rest of his Why life. Why would anybody so, rule that? Oh, life in prison without the possibility of parole for 25 years. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, and the funny thing about this is that the way that they got him is that <laughs> they... They had an undercover agent go into the jail as a cellmate. And then, like, between, you know, a talk in the cell, you know, between fellow cellmates, uh, this guy, Robert, told the guy that he had killed 49 women and that he wanted to kill another one to make it an even 50. <laughs> and that he got caught because he was sloppy. So, I mean, you know, this guy had ambition, you know, if anything. There is something to be said about the drive, right? <laughs> the drive that these people have. Yeah, I mean, the, the competitiveness of the human condition, you know, it's just always there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's scary, bro. That's something. Yeah, it's scary, man. But uh, I think that, um, you know, remember, I remember we had a podcast once about. The, the red flags on kids mm -hmm. when they're growing up. Yeah. And one of the main ones that I mentioned then was, like, if you see your kid hurting and killing animals, like, yo, that's Ma that's a scary-ass sign. Like, that, that means yeah, that motherfucker does not understand emotions and compassion. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. You kind of so, have to nip, figure out what's going on there. ASAP. So I'm, so I'm guessing there's that. Because I think there's something that most of us have, which is if you were in a position of danger, you or, or your family, you might be able to snap into that, you know, survival mode mm -hmm. and kill somebody, right? Yeah. Boom. 
But there's people that are able to do that without being in that survival mode and do it comfortably. And in those cases, there's something missing in their structure that allows them to not have the, I would assume that's compassion, right? Because the way that I feel towards others is like, I mean, I want to protect my people, but I don't want to fuck up. I don't want to fuck with anybody. I don't want to, I don't want to cause harm on anybody. I don't want to cause inconvenience on anybody. I find that to be bad. So it, I, again, I go back to the same thing. Why do we watch these things? In my case, I think it's interesting to know how somebody thinks that I cannot understand at all. Like how so, how this person can do that, like what goes through their mind. And I guess it's more of in a curious way, like how the, the mindset of the humans work and some of them can be so good and some of them can be so fucked up. It is. Nah, I mean. I do. I do know what you mean. I, I don't know what, what's missing there because honestly, some of these people... Like, they come from normal-ass parents. They come from normal backgrounds. And all of a sudden, it's like, yo, like, where do you go wrong, you know? Um, middle class, working family, you know? The whole nine. But you really don't know what where, they, where you go wrong, you know? And then you think, well, these people can take two routes. Like, you know, I wonder if it could be... If you can take that curiosity that they have to let's say kill an animal and turn it around and, and make them into like a doctor down the road or if you could or you know what i'm saying or 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 hone hone that interest into something else you know that would be kind of interesting to yeah. see if if you can take a bad thing and make it into a productive thing you know well kind of like the story of you know um, that movie, Catch Me If You Can. Okay. Run me by what it was about, because I don't think... It was about this con man who was played by Leonardo DiCaprio, mm -hmm. and this con man was able to, like, get make money by faking checks okay. and frauding. Like, back in the 60s when the check system started functioning, or the 50s, he would fraud checks and cash them and get cash money and became rich that way, and then he was, like, a pilot, but he never flew he was like a lawyer but never he was like a con man but when he was uh, eventually caught in france by tom hanks character he ends up like helping the police or the fbi mm -hmm. so that he could get a better sentence and then eventually just ended up staying with them and working with them to recognize uh Different. fraudsters with, yeah so he was so good at frauding checks and shit that he like became a security professional in the industry. So that's a story where somebody turned something bad into into a good. There you go. And then And he never killed anybody in the in the making. He just fucked a lot of hot girls and you know, lived the life. Well, I mean, I'll take I, I you know, as long as it's consensual, I'll take that any day. Yeah. It is. Mhm. Mm mm -hmm. But um but yeah, man, there's a lot to be said about this. I wonder what our our listeners out there are thinking if they know any cool stories themselves you know i think if you if you got any drop them in the comments and we'll we'll, we'll cover them specifically but this is kind of a general topic to get the the 
the pot brewing on on uh the pot brewing pot on brewing. some crazy one thing i wanted to, to talk about to my listeners now i wanted to i wanted to propose something steve Yo. because a lot of times obviously we're talking about all this shit that we come up with and ideas and and questions that we have about life and we want to talk about them to actually find out what we actually think this is the process of thinking you debate it sometimes i say things here that might not be exactly what I want to say, but I'm just thinking out loud and and Steven as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I want to get like a like a little section where we can look at people's questions about life or about things, yeah. and we can give our our outlook in it. You know, so if you have a question where you're like, you have a situation going on with your life, or or you have a doubt about a certain thing, but you don't want to ask any of your friends because you might feel stupid, you know? Mm-hmm. Ask us. We're going to leave a contact on our channel for emails, and you can send us an email, uh, you know, try to write something well-written, right? Uh, Well-explain uh, your question or your comment, and, and we'll be glad to to have that uh, reference on, on the next podcast. And, and, you know, I would love to have a section where we also have this engagement with the people that listen because at the end of the day, the broski doodles, man, is all of us. Like, we're all broski doodles, you know? And what, what we say and think might be kind of like what you say and think, but it could be a bit different, and we want to know what you think. And send it to us, and we'll give you our, our, our comments. And you can also write to us uh, or comments on the shit that we say yeah. so that we can also be checked you know people gotta check us too and be like hey yo what the fuck <laughs> exactly and uh it's super easy to contact us in any which way you want kiko you know you mentioned the email instagram twitter whatever man just we're just trying we're just trying to figure this out as we go along and, and make sure that we can at least keep it keep a conversation flowing for everybody so let us know what you think if you liked what you saw Give us a thumbs up. If you didn't, do the opposite. But definitely want to subscribe and uh, so you can keep on listening to like-minded type of topics like we're doing here today. So, Kigo. We want to be the voice of the people. Yes. <laughs> Not of for ourselves. 2024, Stephen is running for president of the United States and we want your support. <laughs> dun, 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 are you gonna wa- are you gonna write no. my uh my inauguration uh your, your speech, speech bro it has to be you bro i couldn't do it with my accent <laughs> and, it, and, and, you, and you have to be born in the u.s you were born in the u.s um we still have to polish your cuban miami accent <laughs> but that's not because that's his second language if you're born in south florida you are going to be born with an accented English yeah. as your first language. So you come right out of the gate with a disadvantage in life. <laughs> and it's, you know, one of the perks of living in, in, in the south of Florida. South of- and I can write the speeches. Uh, I don't want to say them. Just I don't think it would fit in middle America. The, <laughs> the, the beanerism. The... Uh, the the enchiladaness the enchi- <laughs> the uh, cheesy empanadishness of it just wouldn't fit <laughs> just wouldn't click <laughs> but you you could your 
American enough, but ethnic enough yeah. to sort of enter this diverse wave of little fuckers. <laughs> uh, you know, we'll have to see. We'll have to see if uh, if my constituents <laughs> want me running or not. Do you think that uh, a political life is something that you could honestly go for in like your life? Oh man, that's a lot of pressure. Oh man, oh man, you, not you again, like not Drake. again. You're like, like, oh man, <laughs> not again, not again. Like, like this motherfucker gets asked every day in the streets, like, hey, yo, when you gonna start your political career? Oh man. Oh, man. Not again. <laughs> Trying to drain me on my energy. <laughs> uh, enemies. Got a lot of enemies. <laughs> no, it's uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's it, I don't see it as a as a real opportunity, but no. I might run for the HOA. You know, I might want to <laughs> my community okay, okay. one day. Who knows? But that's as deep as I go. I don't really want to get into politics, man. Well, you going like to teach a father conferences? A teacher, yeah, I mean, like, um, I think you mean the 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 PTA, the parent teacher. Yeah, parent teacher. <laughs> yeah, maybe association. maybe the PTA. I mean, more like, like my community. Like, I don't know. Hey, this neighbor neighborhood, neighborhood watch. watch. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, that. Hey, dude, that's what I'll have do. Have you ever seen the? Have you ever seen that movie? Vince Vaughn. Pain and Gain. Oh, Pain and Gain. Uh, with Mark Wahlberg, The Rock. No, I don't think I have. Where they're like this body lifters. No? Ah, this would have been a great reference. But there's a part where pretty much, bro, they do cocaine. Uh, the Rock, this is, he's like a, a weightlifter that does cocaine. He's addicted. And, and they moved to a really nice neighborhood because they started making money doing some dodgy shit. And they, they're like the neighborhood watch. But it's three like bodybuilders, bro. They're like this, right? And then the neighborhood watch. <laughs> and like at the beginning, people are like, Oh, this is cool. It's like three huge guys, and they want to like, like start like the neighborhood watch in this nice like Riviera Isle <laughs> complex, you know, type yeah. shit. It's like, oh man, this is so nice. And then the rock just keeps going to the back, like they had like this poster, <laughs> and he keeps going to the back, and he just like comes back, and he comes back, and then at one point he's like, all right, you want to explain yourself? So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do this right. We're gonna like, it just like looks so. Not the look you want to have for the neighborhood watch <laughs> for the middle-aged American people coming in their Camrys and their, you know, and their long soccer vans. Right. No, you know, I, I enjoyed, I think Rock has done a lot of cool things in his life. So I want to check that movie out and uh, definitely. If you haven't seen it, bro, and if you haven't seen it, I think it's called Pain and Gain. Mark Wahlberg, there's this other guy, a black actor that does, that does the Arrow guy. In Marvel, and then The Rock, and then Mark Wahlberg, fucking killing, killing it. It's a really good movie. Watch it. No, we don't get paid for that. <laughs> we just like advertising for. Us. <laughs> we we feel that if we don't make money out of this, at least someone else can, and we can always be poor and get fucked in the face. So, <laughs> I want you guys to know that the Broski Doodles are gonna be here not just today, tomorrow, and the day after. We're gonna keep coming out with the clippies. You like the clippies? Let us know, okay? All four of you out there, I see you. You like this shit. It's good. We love you, but not too much yet. You haven't subscribed. You watch it, but you don't subscribe, right? Because you don't think it's good enough. And I get you. But keep watching, and eventually, for the low cost of $7.99, we'll be able to provide to you the entertainment that you need.
Okay, so Stevie. <laughs> oh god, that was good. You're good. Yeah, I'm good. You good? You good? I'm good. I came. While on camera? <laughs> yeah, right now. <laughs>